Hey, what's up? My name is DeAndre Kiera, and you are tuned in to an all-new episode of Just Let It Glow podcast. Episode 97, we're like three weeks away for our 100th episode. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, like I, it's really crazy to know that you've done something 100 times, and knowing me, like I told y'all before, I'm not the most consistent you know, person. So like hitting this milestone is really, really cool for me. Honestly, it's like, Oh gosh, I can't believe, you know, I actually am doing it. Um, I hope everyone has had a great week thus far. I I've been having a cool week last weekend. Um, if you listen to the last episode, it was fresh when I got back from Beyonce, um, the next day. So last week I went to see Beyonce, I got to chill with my sisters. Like, we all hung out, and that was really fun. Um, What else? Oh, I went to the beach with some friends. Listen, if you know me, you know I love a beach day. Like, a beach day is all I need. Like, I just, like, I feel like a beach day can just reset my energy so much. Um, It's just, like, it's it's like a full reset that I need a lot of the times because, Growing, living in a city, it's just always noise. It's always chaos. It's always like some shit going on, or like you feel like you gotta have like such a chip on your shoulder. And I talked about it before, like when I went away to college, how I had my college personality, where it's like you know I'm happy go lucky. You know, I'm able to just walk down the street, say hi to strangers, or not feel like I gotta like knock somebody over the head if they say hi, but as soon as I come to Philly, it's like back on, you know, my bullshit kind of. So I, you know, I love going to the beach. I love a beach day. Giving very much beach body, you know. Summer got whatever body I was able to give and it gave, period. So I had a good time. And we had, like, we played like a um, card game that was really fun, like a girls' night card game. Um, I just love doing fun shit with fun people where it's not like I got to like sit here and have that PTSD and worrying and how to make everybody comfortable or, you know, attitude, shit like that. Like it was just like a really good group. Like I love to find a good group of people to do things with, like take trips, go to dinner. Like I just like good vibes. Like don't bring me around awkward, weird ass vibes, you know? And, um, so yeah, that was really cool. Um, so yeah, um, I enjoy my weeks thus far, but I want to get into Beyonce concert again, because I didn't realize that there were people in the concert that aren't really fans for real. And I just want to say this before you spend hundreds and thousands of dollars on these tickets to see Beyonce, understand that before she made dance music, before she was pop, she's an R&B artist. She's a black woman. She isn't. She originated as an R&B artist. She has 25 years of active work on wax for you to go back and listen to. If dangerously, if her performing. Her first album, her first, a song from her very first solo album, Dangerously in Love, 20 years later, this is 20 years, 
Dangerously in Love, the album came out in 2003. It's 2023. If her not singing the, the titled album song, Dangerously in Love, not important for you, then check your bias and check why you're there. Because if you became a Beyonce fan when Single Ladies came out, go fuck yourself. Seriously. Because that leads to, that's why when we say like y'all like black like this and not like that, that's what we mean. Y'all like black when it's, like y'all can consume it in pop culture. But when she was singing R&B, y'all didn't like it. And now that she's doing that on on her show and she's going to continue to sing down, that's an amazing talent. To hear somebody raw vocals. In the very beginning, that mic was on. That mic was on. And to see how she can interchange genres so easily and frequently and still sing. Yeah, check your bias before you want to tell uh, uh, talk about what's not important, what people didn't want to hear. Because the people wanted to hear R&B. And please understand, when you have 25 years of work, of fame, of talent, of art, you can be your own opening act. If you don't know how to get into your seat, sit comfortably, go get you a drink, take some pictures, vibe out with the people next to you, and cool out, then don't be there. Because for me, honestly, I know that the I've been to a lot of Beyonce concerts. I've been to, I think this was my fifth one. Four for fifth concert. Let me think. I want to see one, two, formation, one. Fourth. This is my fourth Beyonce concert. From the very first time she started doing outdoor concerts, I realized, oh, she doesn't go on until it's dark out because of the aesthetics of the show. It works better when it's dark out. Also, some places have noise ordinances. So that might be a reason why, and I don't know if Philly does. So if she, if they say doors are open at seven, why the fuck would you think the show start at seven? Me personally, at seven o'clock, I was, uh, I was in the park. I was trying to get in the parking lot at seven. I was trying to get in the parking lot. I wanted to be there early because I, I didn't get as many pictures as I wanted to of me and my friends and our outfits. And we wanted to link up with a few people before the show started. But we weren't able to do that because, you know, Philly act like they don't know how to uh, direct traffic a lot of the damn time. But when I got there and I, I got my seat at 808, I was very grateful for the fact that I was able to calm down, drink my little water, and relax because I made it to the show. And so was everybody else that was making it back to their seats. And other people that were getting them, themselves some food and taking good pictures and all of that. So if you just feel like, oh my gosh, she started at 8.45, who said she got to be on time for you? Who said the start time? They ain't never said start time. Do your Do your Googles. A lot of outside concerts do not start until the sun is down. The sun didn't go down until after 8. It didn't even dim a little bit until about 7.45. I was in line walking through the arena at 
and it was light as day. And I was like, oh, yeah, she's not about to perform. There was a DJ set for a good hour. Relax. Take some pictures. Do your Googles. Have fun. Y'all just be so tight-knit about shit. Like, relax. And to tell Beyonce that you don't want to hear R&B, then get the fuck out. Go listen to these mashups at the damn do-do-do-do-do club. This is, like, house music is was originated by the vocalists, by singers, powerhouse singers, house music. Do your do your fucking Googles and understand sometimes when y'all are you um non-blacks, when y'all wanna like black artists for their pop art and not for their R and B, it do be sounding real crazy. When y'all speak, it sounds crazy. And I think a lot of times everybody thinks they're an ally, I think they're an ally, I think that, you know, because they wore a black bought a Black Lives Matter t shirt, that sometimes your biases don't seek through and it does. It really does. And then y'all get on the internet and y'all spew this bullshit. You knew you want to go viral when y'all got on the internet talking shit about that show. Should have went a couple of weeks ago. Taylor Swift was here. Should have seen her. I'm pretty sure she was on time. But guess what? We on Beyonce time. Not CP time, Beyonce time. Speaking of Philly, let's get into JT from the City Girls. One of the things, I do like JT. I like her new album. I mean, not a new album. I like her new single. It's cute. It's fun. Um, She's very talented. I said that from the very beginning when they first came out. I was like one of the first people I know that really liked the City Girls. Like, I heard one song. I started listening to their whole mixtape, and I loved it. And I always thought um, JT just had fun bars, a great cadence. Like, she was super talented, a lot of, you know, catchphrases that came from it. Um, I talked about this before on the show that I just feel like, you know, she lacks a lot of confidence. And to be honest, she shouldn't really because she's a beautiful girl. She She's talented. And I think that she has um, the potential to really grow and rap. But I think that... A lot of the times, her insecurities just bleed through. So um, she she got baited into basically some mess with a blogger that um, insinuated that she, you know, had she something about some shit about um, Ice Spice um, got her some dog tags, basically calling her a dog. The person. Um, they 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 wrote they tweeted about that like a a week the day before and she finally got back at them and it just kind of it just seems like she allows these bloggers allow these stand pages to really just bait her into bullshit where it's just like was that worth responding to nobody's seen that tweet nobody important seen that tweet it's lame they're lame that's what you let your fans. When you got fans, you allow them to go in on the blogs. Get off the fucking blogs. And one of the things I'm realizing is our celebrities aren't really celebrities anymore. Like, y'all are too accessible. Y'all need to do, like, remove yourselves just a tidbit away from the internet. 
and live y'all lives and let brand managers and content managers and stuff like that and publicists deal with your social media. Go on it here and there because y'all are so accessible that now these trolls and these stand pages know that they can say anything to you and they'll get you riled up and that made their fucking day. You made their day. You made their analytics go up. You made their insights go up. They probably got a brand deal. They probably got some more followers. They probably attracted more people that knew nothing about them and hated you to go to their page. And for what? To argue back and forth about what? Then my thing is, ain't nobody going to bait me into having a conversation about my man's ex-girlfriend, side chicks, whatever, flings before we got together. You're not about to bait me into that. We're not about to talk about no other female that my man dated before me. That does, doesn't even make sense. So she made, um, the blogger made a comment about a girl from Philly that um, Uzi used to date and how that girl be having um, JT and her feelings. She brought the girl name up. The girl came out and kind of was just like, keep my name out your mouth, da 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 the um, JT insinuated, yeah, and that's why that bitch is still in Philly. Hold on. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Don't be talking about Philly like you grew up in a goddamn palace, bitch. You is from Dade County, Liberty City. You can't talk about shit about Philly, walking around Philly. This is still a metropolitan area. You know what I mean? Y'all, you know, Philly bitches still running light years around you hoes. So don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Bitches here are very regular and can access the same designers you get. So don't do that. Watch your mouth. But anyway, she said some shady ass shit about Philly and, um, about the girl being in Philly. Then somebody was like, you better stop before Philly be on your ass. And she's like, not if they knew who baby daddy she was messing with. Why do you know that? That's embarrassing to know any tea about your dudes fling during you or prior to you. You giving that girl too much clout. The fact that you keeping up with who she's dealing with outside of Uzi is crazy. He making you look, they making you look crazy. Making you look real crazy. Uzi don't give a damn. You out here arguing and they in the studio getting on their Zoom. You just dropped a single and you're arguing about somebody they used to date before you or during you or whatever. If you're happy, be happy. If you're securing your relationship, be secure in that relationship, but you're not, which is why you threw the phone at that per- at them. Which is why you did that. You like y'all just show y'all insecurity so much that it's just it's off putting. Like it's really off putting. It's weird. It's annoying. Like y'all get on here and y'all act like y'all so confident and you're a boss and you get money and you do all this. Act like it. That girl corny, let her be corny. She a hoe, let her be a hoe. Y'all rap about hoe shit. Y'all rap about tricking. Y'all rap about being dripped in designer. Y'all rap about getting money from men. But it's, it's a problem when your op is doing it and your man was the trick. Watch what you talk about. She ain't doing nothing different than what y'all rapping about. And that little girl's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous girl. Can't take that shit from her. One thing about a Philly bitch, they're going to be, they're going to take your nigga and they're going to look good doing it. 
You look crazy. You can't say nothing about her. The girl don't goddamn talk. You know, I saw her TikTok. The girl just be traveling. I don't know how she doing it. I don't know what she do for a living. But I don't know how none of these Instagram girls do it. It ain't my business unless they want to put me on. But I'm an old girl, so, you know, I ain't got time for the little bullshit they do. But they're living their best lives. To know anything about your ex, your dude ex or whoever is crazy. I Listen, you can't paint me to tell you nothing about nobody that a man dealt with before me, after me, during me, whatever. You couldn't tell me shit. I wouldn't know a thing. I wouldn't even know their name. And I damn sure wouldn't know the correct spelling enough to correct it when I'm arguing with a blogger. You look crazy. Stop letting these people bait you in. You did a whole tangent on Twitter. Then you got on Twitter spaces. Then you chit-chat about the girl. You keep talking about her. Let it go. She won that round because she got you in your body. She had you in your feelings for real. And I would never do that. That girl is way too young for you to even be worried about. But you don't feel secure in a situation. Get out of it. You don't need to be there. You don't even need to be there. You don't need to be with Uzi. You're a star on your own. Uzi not putting you in no rooms that you couldn't put yourself in. It's fun if you're enjoying yourself. But if you're not and you're miserable and, you know, you don't want to just live and have fun. And live your best life without being attached to them. And you're waiting for an argument with random bitches. Let it go. Have a good time. Live life. You're rich. You saying you're a kept woman? Be a kept woman. Kept women don't address no women. They don't address no other women. Especially if they not messing with their man. The girl is literally telling you she's not doing anything with Uzi. And you brought her up. You you were baited into that conversation. Any conversation with that blogger, I would have never been going back and forth with no blogger. You can't pay me. You can't pay me right now. Like the other day, I commented on a YouTuber page who I enjoy. A fucking troll thought I was about to bait into an argument. I let them sit right there. Because that's what they like to do. That's what they like to do. I wish I would go back and forth. On the internet in 2023, at my big grown age, you're tripping. I'm not going back and forth with you. I'm not doing it. You're not about to come and and just say anything. I'm going to leave you right where you said. I would have never responded to that freaking blog. I wouldn't. Me, regular DeAndre, wouldn't respond to that blog today. Be absolutely for real. But next, I I just want to complain a bit about... And I do enjoy the show for the most part, but can we just talk about the character development on and just like that? The spinoff from Sex in the City is terrible. It's terrible. The character development is so bad. And I see why they're on a writer's strike because I don't know who's writing for this show, but it must not be the writers that, that they have to pay very well to do this shit. Because one of the things that annoy me with TV now is that instead of organically addressing all groups and um, making it make sense, they try to throw these characters in all over the place. Like they randomly, it's, it's like they hit a checkbox. Like 
we need a Latina, we need a black girl, we need a biracial black girl, we need um a um non-binary, we need lesbian, gay relationships, we need an Asian, we need interracial relationships, we need to talk about this, this, that, and that. Like just make it make sense for the fucking show. Make it make sense for the show. If you have characters that would not hang out with these type of people, why would you put them in these characters? Like, if Charlotte is a bougie bitch, she sits in her house, she hangs out with the PTA, and all these years, we have never seen fucking Charlotte have a black friend. Never fucking ever seen it. Like, in 2023, to have race relation conversations between a white character and a black character is so old and tired. It shouldn't even be a conversation on the show. It shouldn't even be such a big contrast. And it makes y'all look stupid. Like, oh my God, I fucking hate Miranda's character development. And it's not even because, you know, I just feel like it's performative because the actress who plays Miranda is a lesbian um, or queer. It's the fact that the character development for Miranda makes no sense. Miranda was is free thinking character from the two thousands, the ninety nines and the two thousands. If Miranda was gay, Miranda would have had thoughts about being gay and pursued it. Miranda has always marched to the tune of her own drum. She would have came out back in like two thousand and seven. Not only that, that bitch ain't no damn pushover. She ain't never let Steve get away with nothing. Che plays on Miranda top. Every fucking episode. They play on her top every fucking episode. Chase's character is such a fucking asshole. And I'm mad because the the um actor that plays Shay, I loved as Kali on Grey's Anatomy. That actor has broke so many barriers for queer actors that to play such a fucking asshole performative uh, non-binary character is really a slap in the fucking face. Shay Diaz is such an asshole of a character and I just don't understand why they would have Miranda date Shay and be and tuck her tail between her legs when she's never been that type of bitch before. Also, when do you cheat on a TV show, cheat on your husband and not be held accountable for said cheating. Miranda character been fucked up since the first episode of the first season when she was sitting there in her house, laying in bed with her husband and hearing her son fuck in the next room uncomfortably. But she didn't want him to be upset or that he, she was old school and that she didn't want him to be feel bad for having sex naturally. That that's when I knew this shit was about to go downhill. Also, the character development for Carrie is fine. Carrie has always made a bunch of friends, you know, and done things. But also, I just feel like it's kind of boring. It's boring. Like I guess she's grieving her husband. Just the character of her itself is just boring now. Like, they're missing something. They're missing that spark. I don't know if they're missing Kim Cattrall. Um, I don't think so. Um, Maybe, because the show is like, 
I think maybe because I'm thinking about like sex in the city and it's always just been so like provocative and thought provoking. This and just like that is pretty cheesy. The only character I semi like is um Nicole Ari Parker's character. She seems fun. Seems like a good time. Um, I still like Charlotte. I feel like the Charlotte character is pretty much for the most part developed into what I think would happen with um her character. Uh it's just really they fuck Miranda's character all the way up trying to be performative. And I fucking hate it. And I hate that she's not, like, at least doing something. Like, I guess she's taking classes. But, like, you need to do something with your with, with your education. Like, if you wanted to bring in, like, like if, if HBO wanted to bring in, like, the, H, um, the LGBTQ community and bring attention to a lot of issues, Miranda's a fucking lawyer. She could have been working pro bono for an organization. And we get to meet different characters. She could have been helping black women. She could have been helping queer um, queer people. She could have been doing like a lot of activism. And we could have seen that develop. But to have her date an, ash- an asshole like Shay, change her entire personality type, and look fucking dumb while doing it, it pisses me the fuck off. I fucking hate it. Like, I don't care if Shay, I don't care about the sexual orientation of Miranda. I really fucking don't. I just really can't stand a dumb bitch. I don't give a fuck if Shay was a man, a woman, a cockatoo. I don't give a fuck. It's the fact that Miranda has never been a character to let somebody play with her like that. And that character is just doesn't give a fuck about her child. Doesn't give a fuck about anything about Miranda's life. Very self-involved. Very much egotistic. Very much a narcissist and a fucking asshole. And I hate it. I hate that they present in this character in such a way. Because like I said, the actor that played um, Shay used to be Kali on Grey's Anatomy. And that's a very beloved character that broke a lot of barriers. And it's just unfortunate that, you know, given the opportunity to present a non-binary character, it's a character that nobody fucking likes. Sorry, I need my water. I just don't like it. And this is why we need to make sure that these networks are paying writers, good quality writers that are able to give realism on the show. Because that's what it's missing. It's missing a whole lot of realism. And I'm getting over it. I'm I'm fed the fuck up with it. I'm going to finish it out because I already started watching this shit, but I'm over it. What I'm also over, I'm very much, the theme of this episode, I'm, I'm very over stupid bitches. And I'm over the bitter bitch shit. I just, I'm just over it. And I really be trying not to cut, cut so much on this show. I really am. I'm working on it. But like, being bitter and being, and wearing it on your sleeve so heavy for the public. Like, where's the discretion? Where's the decorum? Where's the pride? Like, I just don't see it. So, I'm going to read y'all the headline. P-Valley star Tyler LaPlace at goes on a rant after Miracle Watts comments my girl under a picture of her daughter with the actor. The mother of actor Tyler LaPlace's first two children is once again airing out their family drama. After model actress Miracle Watts, who is dating the P-Valley star, referred to his firstborn daughter as my girl, 
The child's mother, April King, let it be known that the situation is not as rosy as it may seem. Reportedly, talent agent April King, who was a longtime girlfriend of Tyler LaPlay, prior to his romance with Miracle Watts 30, was set off after the internet personality posted the comment under her daughter Jade's picture. The image, which was posted with, to Tyler Play's Instagram, among with several other pics, seems to have possibly been from a daddy-daughter day. Though the pictures and comments seem innocent enough, King was seemingly set off by the situation. Following Watts' comment, the mother of two took to her own social media to seemingly address the post. She reportedly posted an Instagram live video after the post was made, clarifying that her former partner and his new partner will not get any credit when it comes to raising her kids that they don't deserve, stating, the fact that my former parent has parents who participate and does his financial part does not, does not mean that he and his new par partner get to take credit for what I'm doing here. She continued, I've been so quiet about so many things, and despite that, I don't get the respect that I deserve for what I've been through and for the work I continue to do. Due to, to a small portion of the video being posted after the live in it, it's unclear if King had more to say about what inspired her to speak out. In the short clip, she wrapped up the video, sharing her intention to continue the conversation after giving more thought to what she was, wants to say and where she'll say it. She did make one thing perfectly clear. However, ended her rant with, we are not a blended family. Tyler LaPlay, Miracle Watts, and Son. Unfortunately, this is not the first time King has made it known that she has issues with the ex and his new girlfriend. We talked about her before. My thing with this is, I don't know what goes on in y'all relationship or your co-parenting. However, let it the fuck go. That girl is not trying to be your child's mother. She literally said, my girl. Like, hey, that's my girl. If I see a picture of Blue Ivy, I'm like, that's my girl. That's my girl. That's how I felt at the concert. That's my girl. I never met Blue Ivy a day in my life. I don't think I'm Blue Ivy's mother. No way, shape, or form. You don't like the girl, and you don't like him. Because here's the thing. Here's the fucking thing. You want to out that he does not support financially. Also, then let's also point out that you are a talent agent who was his talent agent and you work in this field and the writer's strike is literally happening because the actors in the SAG strike and the Writers Guild of America is all happening, happening because writers and actors are not getting any funding. They're not being compensated correctly. You're a part of that industry. Like, be fucking serious right now. Two, let that be what it's going to be. Handle that shit privately. privately. What do y'all be wanting us to do? It's just like the, the Kiki Palmer shit. When y'all come to the internet about shit that don't make no sense, that is an in-house problem, what the fuck would y'all like for us to do? Would you like for us to say, hey, stop letting your parents help take care of your kids? Are your kids being taken care of? Do he love his kids? Like, how do you know they ain't struggling over there where she at too? You don't know. Relax. And the uh, and the thing is, if you want to out him, just to out him, do it. But don't wait every time this girl acknowledges your kid for it to be the problem. 
Because at the end of the day, if she's not mistreating your children, she has she does not have to do anything for your kids. If it's not a blended family, it's not a blended family, but it is. You know why? Because she has his child. So her child and your kids are siblings. So that makes y'all a blended family. If she's not a step-parent because he's not married to her, that's fine too. If you do not feel like he adequately takes care of his children, that's your right to feel that way too. But the thing is, at y'all grown as ages, but you damn near 40 if you ain't. Why are you coming to us with this? With this, We are literally all trying to figure out life. When y'all come to the internet about stuff that we have no business doing, we have nothing to change. We don't know if he a good guy. We don't know shit about him. We just know that nigga look fine and we like him on P-Valley. And Miracle Watts is a pretty girl. We don't know shit about their child. We don't know shit about yours. They don't try to present us to us like they're a big, happy family. He loves his child. She said, that's my girl. Let it the fuck go. All you do is seem like you look crazy. And the thing is, you you can't tell me that prior to y'all breaking up, that Tyler was providing so much money in your household. You cannot tell me he wasn't a homosexual. I'm going to just keep it a bean. You a cute girl. But you ain't a cute girl. You a cute girl. You give those those girls that take care of homosexuals, you put them in position to make sure that they can get some money. And you just happy for the exchange to have a fine-ass nigga that can make you feel good at night. That's about it. It doesn't give that he, he was ever a provider in y'all situation, but it was fine because you had a fine-ass nigga on your arm and in your bed every night. But when he started to get his own popularity, he started moving forward in this acting game. He got what he always wanted. And it's fucked up and it feels bad. And it's not a good feeling. But you're not going to sit here and pretend that he was a stand-up guy taking good care of you and them children before he moved around. You're just not about to bullshit me to believe that. I don't believe it. I absolutely do not believe it. Let it go. Let it the fuck go. Like, get you some therapy. Get you some healing. Because I feel like whatever bum he was before is a bum he is now. If he wasn't doing much, if his parents been helping, then they helping. But also to be a talent agent in Hollywood for a lot of black actors and then out the fact that this guy financially isn't able to take care of your kid and his parent help out. While it's an active actor and writer strike it's kind of confusing <laughs> like well obviously we just saw that brandy evans who's the star of p valley who has a bigger role than tyler only got 21 cents to her last check i'm pretty sure yeah he ain't able to provide too much for you either i'm just saying he's also on harlem but these streaming services aren't paying well. These networks are becoming billionaires and they're not being paid. So it's not an excuse. But you also have a deeper level of understanding. If you want him to get a real job, say that. Say, go get your ass on construction line. Go, you know, do all of that. Keep it a bean. But keep us out of it. Go get some papers drawn up. Go to court. Do all of it, but complaining to us on the in, on the internet about what because the girl said my girl 
take them to court, put them on child support, and that girl's still going to be nice to your children. Like, do y'all want somebody to be mean? Go get you some healing. You have no control over his situation outside of you, just like he don't. Go get you a new nigga. Like, be serious. All right, next child. We're going to get into this kidnap situation with Carly Russell. Um, On Friday, Carly Hus- Russell is a North Carolina woman that allegedly went missing after she reported to a 911 dispatcher that she pulled over on the side of the road because she saw a child um, walking on the side of the highway. Um, once the, the police showed up, her car was there and she was missing. For 48 hours, it was on national news and all over the place that missing person report um has been out um, regarding her disappearance. Um, she, uh, so once, so for 48 hours, it was all over social media. People were talking about this situation. Um, at the, after 48 hours, at the 49th hour, she arrived walking down the street to her home, um, barefoot, um, a little incoherent, and she was rushed to the hospital. Um, people were upset originally because they felt like while they said that she was returned home, it wasn't details about what happened. So that was the first thing that pissed me off with this story was that, you know, y'all sent prayers and all of that. She was feeling home safe. Why can't we ever just leave it at that? Why do y'all need immediate answers? And I hate this because in a real investigation, they don't do these press conferences. They gather the information because now y'all get updates about every little thing that's happening in this case. And it looks crazy. So um, people were upset because they wanted to have details. Because of the pressure of the public wanting details, the um, police department started to spill some out. So apparently there was no evidence that that she was a that she was followed. Um they found some things in her Google search that looked like she may have staged her own disappearance. She looked up um how to get money from a um like missing persons reward, how to, you know, bus stations in North Carolina to get to another city. She Googled just a lot of disheartening things that may look like she wasn't actually abducted at all. I still don't know. She, these are some claims that she made. So Hoover Police Chief Nick Dur- Durzis, oh, y'all got some names on y'all, revealed Carly Russell's account and events. According to Carly, she got out of her vehicle to help a young child, a man with orange hair and a bald spot, emerge from the woods grabbed her, and led her over a fence and into an 18-wheeler trailer. Carly says she was blindfolded and transported to a house where she alleges she was forced to undress. Carly also reported that a male perpetrator and an unidentified female accomplice whom she never saw took photographs during this ordeal. Carly informed the authorities that she managed to escape when she was moved into another vehicle after she ran through the woods. During the press conference, Nick um, Chief Durzis also disclosed information regarding searches found on Carly's phone in the days and hours leading up to her disappearance. These searches included inquiries such as, do you have to pay for an Amber Alert? 
How to Take Money from a Register Without Getting Caught, Birmingham Bus Station, One Way Ticket to Birmingham to Nashville. She also searched the movie Taken, which all revolves around the theme of an abduction. My thing is this. Let's say she wasn't abducted, right? And she made this all up. Does she not deserve your prayers even more that she would make some shit up like this? That she would go missing and walk barefoot for 48 hours and her parents are literally concerned, her family is literally concerned. Do y'all not think that that's some type of form of a psychotic episode? Are people, so we say mental health is real. Mental health is important. Pray for those, check on your good, on your strong friends, you know, be present, you know, mental health is normal. You know, let's normalize um, mental disorders and all of this other shit. But when somebody is a victim, but it's not wrapped up in a pretty ass fucking bow for you people, you feel like their prayers were not worth, you shouldn't have prayed for them. You shouldn't have posted that they were missing. She was still missing. She had a psychotic break, perhaps. Does that not lean to the fact that you should still give a fuck if she's well? Does it no longer matter anymore? Because I even had more concerns of, well, what happened? What would drive a woman to do something like this? Are we even, do anybody care about the mental health of black women? Because if this was a white woman, we wouldn't care. We'd be like, oh my gosh, she obviously had a mental breakdown. Let's get her some help. Let's let's find her the best doctors. Let's do this for Carly. Because obviously, it's something not right about that. It's not right. And um, my friend Allison mentioned something that was on my mind was the Tawana Brawley situation that had been back in the 80s where a young woman said that she was raped by, you know, um, a, like I think she said about eight white men and they, they took her away. Come to find out these things didn't actually happen. And people, you know, branded her a liar for the rest of her life. And they lead, and people are like, that's why people don't believe black women. People don't believe black women because they don't feel like black women deserve to be victims. People don't believe black women because we have to really be strong our entire lives. That because we become women when we're fucking 10. As soon as we're old enough to look after our little siblings or our cousins, they don't see you as a child. They don't see you at, that you could be broken. They don't feel like we have, we are worthy of feeling weak or that we we can have mental health breaks. Is it insane that this happened? Yes. Would a normal person do this? No. So why won't we pray that she receives the mental health attention? Why won't we pray that she receives the assistance needed, the diagnosis needed to battle some shit like that? Obviously, there's something wrong. Obviously, she still needs her prayer, our prayers. To plan something like this, that's not someone that's mentally well. But y'all only give a fuck when y'all think it's something wrong, that something happened that pulls at your heartstrings. If mental health are not, is not pulling at your heartstrings, I need y'all to stop posting these quotes that everybody go through shit and mental health is real and let's mentor, uh, normalize this and normalize that and check on your friends. and all. Fuck y'all. Y'all don't care. Y'all only want to give prayers when it's wrapped up in a pretty-ass bow for you. Certain shit, certain victimhood, certain traumas is not pretty. 
And let's also say on the other end, let's say she's absolutely telling the truth. Let's say she absolutely is telling the truth. Y'all trust that these uh, policemen are doing a, their due diligence to find out, you know, what could actually happen? What if she's lying about exactly what happened to her? Like, y'all don't realize that there are a bunch of trafficking rings and the police have yet to figure out where it's originated because a lot of them are customers. So, like, let, let, let's be honest. So, either she had a mental health break or she's absolutely telling the truth but lying to protect her family. We don't fucking know. But let, but if you feel like your prayers were in vain, then they weren't real to begin with. I seen y'all give a shit more about R. Kelly. I've, I, I seen y'all take years, fucking decades, proof that this nigga pissed on kids, proof that he was a rapist, proof that he gave young girls herpes, and, it's, and y'all still refuse to believe that he did any of it. But as soon as the cops say, oh, hey, we don't have any idea, we don't believe that anyone was following after her. We don't have reason to believe that. Y'all ran with it. It's fuck her. Why she make us pray for her? Y'all are some fucking characters, man. Either way, let's say she wasn't abducted. Let's say, you know, y'all right. She wasn't abducted. She made the shit up. That ain't no normal ass shit to make up. That is not no normal ass shit to make a grow up. Absolutely grow up. If y'all don't do shit else, y'all piss me off every time. It's something like this. But let's get into the glow up topic, honeys. So I was watching clips from Love and Hip Hop, Atlanta. And I heard, you know, I ain't going to lie, from what I've been seeing, they have upped it up a little bit if you went to Little Ratchet TV. They upped it up a lot when it um comes to the show a little bit with the production. But anyway, um, Lil Scrappy and his wife are hitting for a divorce. And her friends are, you know, just trying to advocate for her and speak out on her behalf. And it made me realize... And a lot of stuff, you just got to learn how to mind your fucking business. You just really got to stay out of people breakups. You got to stay out of like the drama between a lot of people relationships because people will pull you into some shit and you out here going to bed for them and they don't give a fuck enough to do it for themselves, right? So um, Scrappy apparently, you know, cheated on a band. They're just not happy. They were going through a lot. He's not happy with her. She's not happy with him. They're breaking up. Um, She feels like he's not doing his part as a father or a a husband. She says that he was flirting with his ex-girlfriend, Diamond, from Crime Mob. Just a bunch of shit. And it just made me realize, like, sometimes when people are going through shit, you just got to let them go through the motions and show your support as a friend, as a cousin, as a sister, as best as you can, as a brother, as best as you can. Because if you go there and you see their spouse out on the street and you approach them and you like, da, 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 why would you do that to my friend? Why would you do that to my sister? Da, da, da. You look crazy. Everybody got fucking dirty laundry. Your shit ain't perfect. 
approaching this person, especially someone that has children with them in public and they're not and the person that's in it, like the wife is not doing this and y'all are in public, like now you're putting her business out there. Now everybody's in their business. Now everybody knows that he doesn't pay rent. Now everybody knows that he cheated on her. Everybody don't want people in their business like that. And also, you have to start to look at it like, are you advocating for your friend because you're a good friend? Or is this triggering you and making you feel like this nigga, this is the same shit somebody did to me, da 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 That's what it's giving. It just gives that y'all are angry, period, at men. And you should be. A lot of y'all have been through a lot of crazy shit. But you got to let your friends and your people around you just go through shit by themselves. One of the things I learned, because I'm naturally a person where if uh, somebody do something to my friend, my sisters, whoever, like somebody in my life, I'm the one that get mad the most. Like I'm ready to check everybody. I'm ready to advocate for everybody. And people got used to me doing it. And then I be out here beefing with people on a behalf of some other people. And they cool with the fucking person that violated. And I'm beefing with them because I'm advocating. Now I'm the bitch because I'm advocating for you. I've had that happen so many times and I never gave a fuck because I'm like, well, you my friend and I ain't going to let nobody play with you. But your friend, your cousin, your sister, your people, whoever it is, will sit there and let people be cool with them people and allow people to play with them. Sometimes you got to let people stand up for them damn selves, especially when you're a fucking adult. If, like, if I'm cool with somebody and somebody and they tell me somebody did them dirty back then, I used to be like, oh, why would you do that? That's disrespectful. That's wrong. Blah, 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 blah. Now I'm beefing with the person. And my friend is like, oh, you know, it's cool. They're cool. And me and this person got beef on the behalf of them. Or even, like, relationships. I really hate when people, you know, nowadays have all this drama in their relationships and get everybody involved. And then everybody that was involved, they had opinion about the fuck shit that you had going on and was advocating for you. Now they're the fucking problem. Now your man don't want you around because such and such said that he an ain't shit nigga. He was an ain't shit nigga. He did ain't shit nigga shit. And you did too. But now that y'all back and lovey-dovey, you beefing, you, you can't hang out with these friends no more. Or you're completely done with the situation, but you don't speak up for yourself. You're sitting there Bambi, allowing this nigga to do whatever he want in the streets. And then you got your friends approaching him and cussing him out in public about some shit that you don't even want to deal with for real. And I know because Erica Mena has the same birthday as me. And I'm like, that's some Scorpio ass shit. Where it's like we get so fucking mad about how people treat the people we love that we are ready to like blaze and go crazy and take up for them. But you got to learn to let that shit rock, especially if you've been through some of the shit that your loved one has been through and you don't want to see them hurt the way you were hurt. So you kind of seeing you doing it for them. But a lot of the times it's for you too. It's because you're triggered. And this reminds you of some shit. And now you're mad because you don't want your friend to go through this either. So you feel like, ain't nobody take up for me. Ain't nobody look out for me 
when this happens to me. So I'm going to do that for them. And I get it. But you got to learn to let shit go. You got to let learn how to let people learn how to deal with their own interpersonal relationships. Because you wind up looking stupid. If your friend got beef with a friend that y'all both had friend, y'all were friends with, but you're closer to your one friend, stay out of that shit. Mind your business. Because when they become cool, you're going to look stupid. If your friend is in the middle of a breakup or some turmoil in their relationship, just be a listening ear at this point. Because I promise you, you're going to be the enemy once they, they cool again. Because people don't be leaving their niggas like that no more. Especially if they got kids. And if they if you actually go through the situation like baby and Scrap, she still got to see that nigga for the rest of her life. They share kids. Cursing him out once ain't never going to do it because he going to draw and draw and draw. He going to draw for the next however many years they got to raise them children. You can't cuss him out every time he draw. And you also got to listen to your friend. If you have a friend that's like ain't with the messy shit, not with the public shit, why are you public? If they're not bashing them in public, why would you do it for them? They don't need you to do that. They know how to handle their shit at home. Stay out of people's business. Stay out of people's situations. That's one thing I struggle with because, like I said, I'm a Scorpio. I love my people. I am going to figure out a way to help, to advocate every single time. But as I get older, I realize you can't do that. Everybody, you can't do that for everything and everybody. Because if you take care of Terry, every time somebody got Terry fucked up and Terry don't ever speak up for herself, Terry will never learn how to speak up and they're always going to wait for you to do it. Now, you're the angry bitch. Now, you're the mad bitch. Now, you're the hating friend. And they're going to let you take that role on because you the one that get hype all the time. You the one that advocate. advocate. They, do, they come to you with the shit. And then when y'all have her falling out, they're going to be like, yeah, she always, always, always hype, always extra. She's a bitch. But knowing damn well they was calling you to handle their situation. Let people do what they like the way they need to. That's one thing I'm learning. I don't get involved with nothing. I don't give a fuck. Don't tell me no business. Don't tell me about no temporary situations. You know, handle your scandal. I'll be there to support However, but it definitely, my support definitely look different this day, these days. I'm, for real, for real, depending on the person, I'm not even giving no advice. I'm just going to be like, that's so crazy. I might, you know, affirming shit. Because when you affirm some of these motherfuckers, they start getting mad at you for telling them they deserve better than what they receiving. Or telling them, you know, well, look, this is how you do this. This is this situation. They get mad at you because you making them stand on principles or you just like you bringing shit to their eyesight or their eye view that they wanted to ignore. Let them do, let people do with their breakups the way that they need to. That nigga in the club drawing, let her know. Yo, this nigga in the club drawing. This is where we at. Let me know how you moving. Or I would say, hey, do you want to know what's going on? Because I'm at this club, and this nigga got a bitch in his lap. What you want to do? 
Let it go. Give everybody an option and make their own decisions. Don't make no decisions for people no more. Let people deal with their breakups in a way they need to see fit. If they're not advocating for themselves, then you just say, all right, well, girl. All right. That's crazy. He don't want to pay no child support. That's crazy. Oh, you know, he back with his ex. That's crazy. Mm-mm. And let it go. Like, the more we just learn to mind our business and not feel like we got to save everybody, everybody can't be saved. And everybody don't need you to do the saving. And you can't help everybody. You could just do shit for yourself at the end of the day. At the end of the day, that's all you can do. So that's this week's episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. We are getting closer and closer and closer to 100 episodes. And I appreciate you all for listening to me. Um, If you've been to the Renaissance Tour, tell me what your thoughts are so far. Let me know if y'all are in different cities and going. Because I definitely want to see the footage. So... Make sure I'm following you on either page because I want to see all the footage from all the shows. And make sure you mute if you go. Make sure you mute Nora Energy. Um, I love you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Um, follow our Instagram, JST Let It Glow, on Twitter at Just Let It Glow. My Instagram is Deandra Kiara, D E A N D R A K I A R A. I always post. Um, content every week so that you can see when an episode is uploaded make sure you are you have your notifications on for amazon apple apple spotify uh well google soundcloud we are on all the streaming networks so just make sure that you're checking out your notifications and tuning in every week let me know if you would like some youtube videos some day in the life vlogs I'm really trying to get out there, y'all. I'll be having a lot of content in my phone, but never upload because I think people don't give a fuck. So if you care and you want to know what I do on the weekends or during the week, just let me know because I really live a pretty fun life. So let me know. And if you have any advice letters you want me to answer, make sure you email justletitglowpie at gmail.com. Also, if you have any, um, any inquiries for business or promotion or ads, um, definitely um, reach out to me at justletitgopod at gmail.com. Um, you guys take care. We are entering a new glow, a new phase, and I just love that for us. Bye.